Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show, OutOfLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Tonight, our featured guest is going to tell us about her relationship with Gaia, the spirit of Earth, and what Gaia, the spirit of Earth, thinks of humanity. I think you're probably going to be pleasantly shocked and surprised, but she was amazing. I'm really excited to have her on our show. But before we begin, tonight's program made me think about what kind of impact I am having on the people around me. And maybe you should ask yourself is, what kind of impact do you think you're having on the people around you? There are a couple types of people that I tend not to get along with at all. And those are politically correct people and people who are stiff. The real uptight people. I do not get along with them at all. And because of that, I never leave the house without a portable fart machine in my front pocket. And believe me, it comes in very handy. I was at a party two weeks ago, and I got cornered by this stiff, and they were telling me all the things that were going on in their life, and it started something like this. So, um, you know, what do you do for a living? Well, yes, I have a nine-to-five job that I go to, and uh, we do work in the morning and then we have the the coffee and then i come home and then i discuss the things that are uh yes so the and they would not stop talking so i stopped pressing the button in my front pocket yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah it didn't have any impact and finally after about two minutes they, they just started giving me that look and then i saw the opening i was like um yeah so that bean dip is pretty amazing uh do you know if they have any extra toilet paper in this house by chance Finally, the guy is like, I think I got to get up and go talk to someone else. I'm like, thank goodness. Portable fart machine is just as crucial as keeping pepper spray on you. You got to protect yourself at all times from people. Even sage, protecting yourself from the spirits. You got to protect yourself from all different types of people. So um, that, that I, what I just said right now is probably the most important thing I've said in the history of the show. There's no other advice. It's all downhill from there. So um, it's heads up on that but our feature guest for this evening she's very sweet there's a lot we're going to learn from her and let us begin tonight's program joining us now is an individual who has a name that i wish i'd been born with no i'm just named ryan our feature guest is sonic nova sonic nova that is an awesome name she is a lifestyle coach and medical intuitive, psychic intuitive. She's an energy healer who can read into your life map and see what corners you were either unaware of or need more clarity, more clarity on. So you know that we're going to have fun today. You can learn more about Sonic by going to her website at sonicnova.net. Miss Nova, welcome to the program. Great honor to have you with Thanks. us. Thanks. It's a pleasure being here with you. So we were talking, you said that you, when you were born, you did not have that curtain where people forget everything. They, they're forgetting. Right, the veil. That's it's called the veil. So what is yeah. that like when you're two years old, you're kind of it hanging sucks. out playing? Really? It sucks big time because yes. you're so aware and you're so awake and um, you don't – It's you remember everything else. So it's being here is very alien. I'll put it that way. Oh, my goodness. So when you would chew and you're kind of – Walking around the playroom, you're like, oh, my God, I need a martini, but I can't have one for another 15 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was, were you able to, to kind of suppress the um, everything that you knew to take on, to be, to embrace 
your current life incarnation? Um, I, you know, I hid, I hid my talents very well. My parents were somewhat aware of them. I had telekinesis when I was a child. I was a very powerful telekinetic uh, wow. individual. I was able to open doors, close doors, you know, move drawer, like open drawers, pull clothes out, have them float above my head. Uh, yeah, it was it was intense. <laughs> to That's say the amazing. Least. First of all, if I was your father, I would totally dress you up like the Exorcist, and I would yeah, definitely... exactly. That's and, you know, and it was very similar. What happened? It's a great story. Halloween. Um, it's a true story that one of the people that um, is was taking care of me because I was born and raised in Mexico from American parents. Um, so one of the individuals, her name was Nieves, who was, she took care of the house and cleaned it and all that. Um, and she kind of was like my adopted mom. And she walked in on me. I was 10 years old, 9, 10 years old when she walked in on me. And I actually was really floating clothes above my head, opening and closing drawers, you know, and unfortunately, she didn't knock on the door. She just opened the door, and she turned ten pails of white when she saw oh that happening because it was right around the time when The Exorcist came out. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure she's probably mm-hmm. asking you, saying, oh, my goodness, Sonic must must have got her hand in some very uh, high-grade uh, green. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is that after that incident, I never, you know, that's what stopped me from doing it. If she wouldn't have come in, I would have probably enhanced those skills. And kept going because nobody knew I could do this. So I was keeping all of it hidden because I didn't want to be a lab rat. And mm-hmm. floating above the boat, what, how, are you, how were you doing it? What aspects of your brain were you accessing? I mean, was there a certain um, mentality that you had? Or how, definitely. How? It, it was, you know, what was interesting is what caused the telekinesis in me is because I was really angry. Really? I had a lot of rage in me. So that energy actually got transferred into moving objects. So what I would do is I would just go... I would visualize the drawer opening or the closet drawer opening, and it would. It would just move and open the drawer or the closet or the door. Um, So I could slam doors on my mom, and, you know, I was 20 feet away, and she would open the door and go, why did you slam the door on me? I was like, I didn't do it. The wind did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But it wasn't me. You know, I would just think it. I would just think what I wanted to do, how I wanted to move the object, and it would move. Now, are you trying to – have you been able to relearn those abilities? I would love to learn that. I would love to learn tele- telekinesis because there are um, times my I wife will... wants me to do things around the house. Like, did you did you shut the front door? I'm like, I wish I could just stay up and like, play my games and just shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I've recovered some of it. Not to that level, though. Not to the level that I could just think about it and, like, float a glass towards me or – you know, open or close something. So, yeah, it, it definitely, um, there's a challenge there still. I can move really, really large objects, uh, like cars that are trying to run into me. I can definitely. That is I, I so just, awesome. That takes road rates to a whole new level. Uh, it does, I mean, I won't do that to other, I mean, if people are trying to road rage me is what I'm trying to say. I'm literally able to move them to the side. Um And the other thing is microscopically or in a person's body is the skill that I use, telekinetic skill, to help them heal from their diseases and to repair organs. Okay, so I'm just curious. What is the the metaphysical 
principle behind telekinesis. I have to say, I've been fascinated by it for a long period of time, reading a book on it. I would love to develop it. I'm just, and also, is there anything that you recommend that people learn, how, how, they, how they can develop that skill within themselves? Well, one of the things is to go to what I call the higher mind and to not be attached to the lower ego personality down here. So that's the first step, right? And knowing, and just knowing with certainty you can do it. And not getting disappointed if, like, you're trying to move a piece of paper on the table. You know, that's how people start is they start really small with really small, lightweight items that they just focus and concentrate on moving. And there's a certain, what I could tell you is that there's a certain part of our brain, and it has to do with the pituitary hypothalamus and the pineal gland. That's that's the master, if you like, uh, generator of energy and also telekinesis, all the psychic abilities have to do with that, and that's why the, I should call them, what should we call these guys? The, the ones that are afraid of us, you know, that are controlling the planet, have put fluoride and chlorine in the water in most cities is to prevent people from being able to have these skills and use them because they're innate to us. In, in nature, it's innate to us to be able to do that. And you could talk to quite a few American Indian well, I've heard about native it. people For- that can do that. Well, so the so what, what that would be the, a threat to the elite if, if we had these abilities? Oh, big time, big time. I mean, we had, and I'm not BSing on. I have, I have a witness. My my significant other. We were laying in bed about. It was probably two or three o'clock in the morning, and I had a very. This happens to me um, on quite an often basis, but I had this incredible connection with the planetary body consciousness. I'm going to call her that. And such a strong connection that I had Black Ops helicopter come over our house at 3 o'clock in the morning, mind you. There wasn't a fire or anything going on around. So, And I could hear the helicopter, the choppers, above our house um, because I had it, it almost created a magnetic field that probably to them looked like an extraterrestrial or something like that. That's what they thought it was. But... When they showed up at my house and were having their their helicopter above us, and Chris, actually, my partner, heard it, and he saw it, and they, it was perfectly calm like it is today, no wind whatsoever, totally, totally calm, and I raised this, the winds to 150-mile-hour winds and threw that helicopter away. Awesome. With my mind. And with the power that was coming through me, through if you like the the planetary body's consciousness that was connecting with me and downloading all sorts of information, because um, that happens to me a lot. That I get downloads from what's in the process of happening, what's going to happen, what's coming, what changes she's going to make, what Earth changes or Earth shifts she's going to make. So it was one of those moments where I was totally connected to her. It is a female being that uh, creates. Is it, uh, would you call it Gaia? Yeah, people call it Gaia. Okay, so I, you could call call her Gaia. I love Gaia. I am telling you, I am so like I have so much reverence and respect for the. I, I know that I need to grow and evolve and be more respectful to Gaia. Right. I have so much love and respect for Gaia because I, I know that um, I'm just a temporary guest on on her or part of her. Right. So and, and just. Keep in mind that we have her body is the physical bodies that we walk around in, you know. The vessel that we're inhabiting as a spirit down here is very much like 
you know, the other parts of her body that we walk on, which is the earth. You know, it's kind of interesting. So it's pretty interesting. Now, what are you, uh, what kind of feelings or messages are you getting from Gaia? I really hope that Gaia wipes humanity off the planet and gets, because I think we can, we can have a much more deserving species on yes. this beautiful earth. Yes. Um, she is pissed. And that was part of the whole situation that I was experiencing. <laughs> and it, and I, I'm going to tell you this. It actually, it didn't burn them, but I felt like my kidneys and my adrenals were burning after that experience. Like uh, I was in pain afterwards. Because they were so much. 150 miles an hour wind. That's, uh, yeah. It takes a lot of effort. Yeah, it actually pulled the cover. Chris had a car cover over his car, and it was actually locked, and it pulled it out of the socket, the, the lock socket, and pulled the car cover off the car because the winds were so powerful. So um, so that's the power that can come through us. And I guess my message to humanity and my message to people and is, of course, you know, this power needs to be responsible and needs to be used appropriately when necessary, right, and not harm others, whether it's plants or people or whatever. Um, so I have those innate powers in me that when people try to attack me, I can just go to my telekinesis and move them to the side, literally move them to the side. Um, I've had experiences where I've been driving in a car, and when I was living in Vegas for two and a half years, uh, somebody tried to swipe, almost swipe my car, and I had a student with me who was learning what I do, and I literally was able to bend the right side of the car so she wouldn't crash into us and then keep driving. So that my point is, is that what you believe to be physical is not really physical, and that's part of the telekinesis and part of doing all these things is to realize that you know, you can shift into different dimensions and fields of, uh, if you like, reality and physicality in order to achieve these things that I'm able to instantly do. And I'm sure that has to do with not coming here with any veils on, remembering everything, remembering my powers from previous lives, etc. That's pretty amazing. I I would love to shift. And, I, you know, people on our show are very curious because... Sure. This reality is beautiful. I mean, I think that the Earth's beautiful and the nature's beautiful. It's that the, a lot of the people on the planet, they just, they're like viruses. And they are. I always feel like if we could just get a, a bunch of them off, things mm-hmm. would be so much better. So I guess I've got to come. It's coming? That's coming. Awesome. Oh, wait, is it a mm-hmm. comet? No. No, actually, she is going to be doing it how she's already doing it, sinkholes, earthquakes, Sinkhole. volcanoes going off. We're going into a ice age, not a mini ice age, a gnarly ice age. Oh, really? And we're we're seeing all the hurricanes that are happening, all the destruction that's happening. That is Gaia, by the way. That part of it is the controllers that are using Harp Gwen and all their manipulative crap. So they are manipulating the, the, the hurricanes. I thought the one, the last hurricane that hit North Carolina was, you know, weather modified because that was the first time yeah. a hurricane like that had hit in 200 years. Most hurricanes do not do that. So I. I what do they have to be doing is something. They are. They are manipulating it, but there's a backlash. Okay. So they do the manipulations, and then afterwards, there's, there's a weather, if you like, backlash from Gaia that goes and slaps them and goes, no, you're not going to do that. So the way that she does that is opening up huge sinkholes, 
opening up huge cracks in the in the and it's so funny I was watching a YouTube video where they had some you know a super implanted angel ring coming out of a huge hole that I think Africa South Africa has a a bunch of these places where the earth is separating and it's 100 200 feet deep crevices that are happening and cracking and opening and they're like everybody's going what's going on well what's going on is she's cleaning house because we've made such a mess of it i, I you know, will encourage her I, if you talk to gaia and you, you i do and you, well, oh tell. she knows she knows and she knows who the bad guys are okay um i was on a, a show with uh heidi vandenberg channel 24 on youtube and as a guest and she basically was telling, you know, she was telling the federal government that's not our government at all, <laughs> and people don't realize that. Oh, I, I um, totally realize it, and I think we're getting, with the freedom and everything else, getting clamped down at such a rapid race, but you wouldn't know it. Trying but. to, trying to, but, you know, and they're trying to do the 5G and all that stuff that they're doing, trying to, you know, destroy people and, you know, get a population of 500 million slaves just for them. But that's not going to happen. Actually, what she downloaded to me is going to be quite shocking for everybody to hear. But what that day, that night, that morning that I had that experience, she downloaded that there's only, when she's done, when it's all said and done, there's only going to be 1.5 million people on the planet, period. And it's not going to be any of the controllers. None of them are going to be here anymore. And she actually, four and a half years before that, or five years before that, I was in Mount Shasta. And I was up on the mountain, and I went for a walk by myself. Um, and at that moment, I had this experience, because I always have these very profound experiences where, and I was not on drugs, that's not what I do, but I literally was standing there, and the tree bent over to me. I wish there was somebody there to witness it, and telepathically told me, no harm will come to anything. We're not going to allow this anymore on this planet in any any individual creature, animal, ET that chooses to do that is not going to be able to live here anymore. That chooses to, harm be able to exist here. No harm will come to anything. And and you will be the the ground that you walk on, you will tread lightly. Uh plants that you either step on or or walk on, plants that need to feed you, you're gonna to have to ask permission, like you used to in the old days, the Native American Indians, you know, just, they did that. Are vegans being disrespectful just by eating plants or by not asking them? They are. Okay. You know, the idea and you gotta understand people don't understand the levels of dimensions that are here because there's not just one dimension here. It's so multi dimensional. And she showed me all those levels as well, which is <laughs> pretty overwhelming for somebody that doesn't have a brain that can ingest that and take that in and absorb it but to be, it it it's something that is going to happen where people that are not fully conscious that are not in honor of themselves and every living thing and every breathing thing and every water thing and every earth thing and every fire thing will no longer be able to be here it well, will not sustain them when it comes to this so, uh, I am. Well, I told you again. I'm fully in favor of it. But my number one reason is because of how the animals are treated. I it's such. Oh, it's horrible. You know, it's horrible. And, and it's happening. And it, it's like a mentality where it's normal. They, these the pigs are killed, and I, and I hate it, and I feel so awful that it's happening. So when Gaia goes, I if you go to Gaia and, and Gaia has a 
ink and saying, you know, maybe I won't wipe them out. No, please wipe them out. Wipe every human being off. I don't. I think 1.5 million human beings on the planet is 1.5 too many human beings on this planet. Well, the ones that she's going to leave, which you haven't heard, are the shamans. Shamans. Mm -hmm. That's it. So if you're not a shaman, I'm sorry, you're going to be taken off planet because the shamans are the ones that can actually. Uh, navigate in her waters is the way I will put it and navigate on this planet when it makes a shift and the shift will occur within the next 10 years well you know I see that you mention it like that I'm wondering if that's going to stifle some people from developing because you know what if you, I wonder if that's going to prevent people from from growing because people could say well look if only the shamans are going to be left in the planet and it's like, well, I want to. I don't want to be on the planet, so maybe I'll just stop and start partying and just end my metaphysical development. Cause it's they nice. may. I mean, that's your choice, right? <laughs> and, and when you cross over, right? Hopefully, you'll have your memories when you cross over, and they don't. You don't wipe your memory out, you know. And I always tell people, your thoughts are the most powerful things, and they're faster than the speed of light. And your thoughts are what navigates you to the next level. Okay, but well, what if your thoughts? Are being greatly influenced by the condition of your physical I thought, body. I, I, your thoughts. Yeah, if your thoughts if you thought, well, let's say for example, that you are you're very hungry. Your body's not getting mm-hmm. the nutritional content it needs, and therefore you don't get the serotonin mm-hmm. release in your brain. Mm-hmm. So, right. that being said, it seems like your 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 mind, your thoughts are being greatly influenced by the condition of your physical body. Your thoughts based on the condition of your body, may be a complete and total contradiction for who you are within your heart and spirit. So totally. how does that play in? How does that come into play? Like, what, what is the balance between what you genuinely think of in your optimal health compared to what you are thinking based on the condition of your physical body at that particular time? So the physical body obviously is our vehicle to be here, and some people have achieved the ability to separate themselves from their needs, you know, need to eat, need to do this, need to go to the bathroom, you know, basic elemental anatomical needs that we have, right? <laughs> you know, so the way that I deal with that is sometimes I will put it to the back like it's just a thought. It's just another thought. So what you just stated, even though my body has those needs, no, you can you can actually hold if you're in a car and there's no bathroom, what do you do? You hold it till you get to a bathroom, right? We have that ability to do that. We have the power to do that. So it depends on how strongly you have an influence on your mind and your body that you can make these things happen. And it's your belief as well. So if your belief is, you know, I'm I'm just going to fall apart if I don't have food now, or I'm just going to do this if I don't have this now, then that's what's going to happen. That's your thought, right? So your thought are still your thoughts are still leading you, even in that situation where you're having to go to the bathroom or having to eat or having or you're thirsty and you want water. And if you can get out of that mindset and you just accept the fact that, okay, I surrender to this this event that's happening in my body, but the higher knowledge of me knows that I can I can navigate this. I'm the navigator, and I can navigate, you know, into a place where I can change that thought and go, oh, I don't need to go to the bathroom for another four hours and get distracted with something else, and all of a sudden you don't need to go to the bathroom or you don't need to eat. 
and that's how the mind works. It's pretty phenomenal how we this, these bodies were created and what we can do with our mind and our consciousness. You know, the key the key here is the consciousness, and the the war here is a war on our consciousness and that on what our it is? That's what the earth is. Because it's really strange right now. I don't know. I, I frequently talk to, I'd say maybe a handful of people, because I really don't talk to a lot of people about this, but mm-hmm. I see the censorship, the push to oh, yeah. prevent truth. It's such a bold, like naked, tyrannical aggression. And the people, they don't care. They don't care. Right. About it, no, no, they're, and they're comfortable. You mean the be, people that are doing the tyrannical, or the people say, that are being inflicted? The people both. being inflicted upon it. The the the, the yeah. sheeple, the sheeple, they are okay with it. And this is going to sound really bizarre. I'm sure I can't sound anything less than bizarre, but in a way, I look at the people who are trying to control us, and I'm saying, well, look at them, look how committed they are to do whatever they can to shut down dissent, to shut down evolution. I mean, they're committed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what do we have oh, on yeah. our end? We're the, we're the masses. They're committed to you know being lazy. They're committed to blocking the, the truth out. So, Can I way, tell you about those people? Yes. And, and what Gaia told me, too? She said, these are people that were creating, created in labs for them to be able to move masses amount of consciousness. You know, because the more people that can think the way they want you to think, the more they have influence over everybody. Isn't that interesting? So she actually told me, these are hybrids. These are not real human beings well, that the, you're the, seeing the, on the, the street. The demonic controllers? The sheeple. The, the sheeple? sheeple were created by the controllers well, in I, labs. At one point, I was a sheeple. At one point, I, I, went up, I was all excited about who the president was. I don't know what happened to me. I, I don't know if I you broke out of You woke up, and, you know, the truth is... The people that are the head in the sand is what I call it, or the ostriches, right? Right, head in the sand. I'm in my little bubble, and I don't want to know anything else, you know, and they continue on that path. Even though they're getting resistance and they're getting pushed into a corner, those are the people that I'm talking about, the zombies, like all the zombie movies that they've created. They were trying to tell us something. They were trying to tell us, hey, we've created these people in labs. You know, we actually have grown them from a sperm and, and an egg, you know, in a lab, and we've modified them a bit so that they can they can just be easily moldable and pushable. And but we're coming into a time frame where that's not going to work anymore, except for those people that are completely gone that don't have a brain. I don't understand how can that happen. I wonder how that can happen because if see such a dramatic shift into transhumanism, everyone's got their mm-hmm. their phones tapped to them twenty four seven. I mean, look, oh I, my I God. Think I'm arguing against this, and meanwhile, I'm the guy who walks around with my phone. And a lot of it's for business because I, I don't want to miss a phone right. call. I don't want to miss media. Um, you know, something right. But sure. I feel like the transhumanists, so they, they're, they're constantly watching us 24-7. But as far as being created in a lab, how were they able to create us in a lab when, you know, I guess some people, they, a lot of people were born, the parents say, well, you were kind of created naturally, like most people are created, mm-hmm. in the back of a pool table after a drunken vendor. Right. There's a lot of people like that on the planet, but there's a lot of people, they have underground bases. You know, this has been proven over and over, and I'm sure you've seen that, you know, on YouTube and you've heard people talk about it. I've talked to several people that actually have been in those underground bases where they're actually doing this, and um, that's the clones. You know, like they have five clones for Hillary and ten clones for Obamunists yeah. <laughs> and Hillary, as I like to call her. You know, and all these people that are just, you know, front men for 
you know, the the low-grade ETs that are off-world that are controlling them, you know, and then they're trying to control us, and it's all pretty much going to fall apart. All we need with this 5G network, with the cell phones, Mm -hmm. and we are actually now in an ice age. People can look that up, okay? Um, Go on YouTube and find it. Mini Ice Age or Ice Age or Solar Minimum, and you'll find a ton of people talking about this and showing proof of it. So our magnetosphere has almost collapsed. We hardly have a magnetosphere. And if we get an EMP, uh, and we will, it's eminent that we're going to get an EMP within the next two years or a CMP, their whole infrastructure is going to collapse. The, the nanotech that they're infesting our bodies with and the body of Gaia by spraying it all over the place, you know, the aerosol spraying that they're doing, um, that connects to the 5G network, that connects to the smart meters, that connects to your cell phone. These are all military weapons. They weren't built would, for us what, to interact with each other. Why were they trying to What's the purpose of, of what do they have to exert this much control over people? Like, why don't more people stand up to this? Because they're afraid of us. Because really? we have such Im- immense powers, such incredible... Hey, I was able in three seconds to create a storm that was 150-mile-hour winds and blow that helicopter away. Well, we have to take your course, ma'am. We have to go to sonicnova.net and take some of your <laughs> courses. Because some of the courses that I get to give you a nice little gift snippet, like, you are, you took the, you know, you completed the course. It's not that you can put on the fridge. Uh-huh. You're like, you know what? Why don't you take Sonic Nova's course? Next time a helicopter <laughs> flies over the house, bye-bye helicopter. So, so wouldn't you be afraid, okay, if you knew somebody that could kill you with a thought? They don't even need to use a gun. They don't need to use anything. They can just, they could just kill you with a thought. Well, my wife always dead. killed me. My wife has always killed me with a look. But uh, yes, <laughs> that's good. I'm serious. Oh I, I I know when I am in trouble. When I get that look, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, just, I, pretend, I pretend I'm have I pretend I'm having an event. I'm like, oh, I need to go to the hospital. Something's wrong. It's like, you'll know what you did. I'm like, yes, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I would be afraid of someone if they could kill me with a thought, for sure. Right. So that's what they're trying to prevent. That's why they're going after everyone. That's why they're attacking us at every level. That's why environmentally they're, they, they're trying to destroy as many people and do as many things as possible with their, you know, with their weapons that they have, you know, with their electronic weapons, shall we call it. In the moment... That we have an EMP and it all goes down, then what? That's what you got to ask. It's like, okay, when the grid goes down, when all cell phones stop operating because we had a huge EMP, when their militarized weaponized system goes down and we don't have the noise, we don't, we're not being cooked like a, in a microwave like they're doing right now with all of us globally, right? Then what do you think people are going to do that are awake? They're going to be pissed as hell. And they're going to be, you know, we're going to be on the same level. They're not going to have their little weapons that they can well, they turn on guns. their computer and go, guns, okay, guns. send them a beam, you know, and, and, and fry their brain or, or send them a sound that, you know, with the sonar stuff that they have, the sonar weapons that they have. They won't be able to operate any of that. Now all we have is guns and pitchforks, and we're back to the same old crap. Oh, <laughs> you know? I, I'm going to miss it because I love, I love the yoga answer. I hope there's some way to... We can get some video games up there. But, you know, some of the stuff here that you're talking about, Nova, is that I remember talking to Stuart Wilde, one of our um, – I was talking about him on the show. He's one of my best teachers. And 
He mm-hmm. talked about the guy hits. He talked about there would be four specific events that guy would, would pull into the experience to try to take out humanity. And he also <laughs> talked about war coming to an abrupt end without even a blimp. And I think he, with the way you're describing, I think it's kind of a visualization. I'm pretty sure what he was describing. He said it would happen without any major fanfare. Fanfare would happen kind of instantaneously. So yep. I guess an EMP would probably... Uh, well, that would be an event that would cause that, right? I did also talk to an expert, um, and actually an engineer and an architect, okay, that was one of the head guys that actually built the infrastructure for T-Mobile, uh, Verizon, all of them, right, to, to deploy 5G, by the way. And I asked him a 40, question. Wait, say 45G? No, 5G. Okay. 5G, okay. So I asked him a question. I said, if the Earth by chance shifted a couple of millimeters to the left or to the right, if it moved somehow, if something moved the Earth, what would happen to all this technology? And he said it would be kaput because they use GPS. And if we can't, you know, GPS ourselves and align ourselves properly to the satellites that send all the information down to Earth, it's all toast down here. That's how fragile the system is. Okay, so that gives you an idea of why they're racing so fast right now and trying to bring, you know, literally they're trying to do the Nazi thing. There was a uh, there was a, a website that I actually really love and and suggest everybody to go to, which is a website that is called PaulStreamer.net. So P A P A U L S S T-R-A-M-E-R dot net, and he has Anna Von Wrights. She is our unincorporated and her husband, and I've told her that. I said, you are my unincorporated, USA unincorporated president and, you know, husband and wife. And they just put out, FEMA just put out a thing, so I want to alert everybody, okay? You need to know this, that FEMA which they don't have any authority because Anna and her husband sent notices and have um, they're in the process of putting liens on the federal government that doesn't have authority here anymore because the unincorporated people have the right through our constitution to take our country back. And she did this, and it actually uh, cured the the lien cured that all the powers come back to we the people, and they are no longer in power. President Trump is not no longer in power. The only power they have is their guns and their weapons. All right, That's but I, it. I need to I have to bring up to your attention that. Even before the government of the U.S. was set up here, I think the U.S. was founded. As much as I respect the founding fathers, I have a lot of issue with them by saying sure. that all men are created equal. Meanwhile, they're slave owners. All their slave owners said that all yeah, men are yeah, created yeah, equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you totally. And they, they right. slaughtered indigenous peoples. So I oh, wa- huge. So huge. I wonder if, if the country gets back to us, shouldn't it really go back to the indigenous people? And shouldn't that, that their- includes the indigenous people. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's already in touch with all the indigenous tribes here. They're already aligned with her. Okay. So this is what they, if you go to Anavon Rights or you can go, go look on YouTube for FEMA Christmas Surprise. And this is patriots that are putting this out there where FEMA's going to come knocking on the door fully armed, weaponized. Okay. With, with, uh, automatic weapons. They're going to be knocking on Christmas Day in different cities at people's doors, and they're going to give a little book to the kids to tattletale on mommy and daddy if they're against the government. Really? Doesn't this sound very Nazi of them oh, yeah. to do this? And they have no authority to do that. So what 
the patriots are telling we the people, and I am a patriot, so, and I'm probably on one of the word lists already, and I don't give a crap, um, is basically do not answer the door on Christmas. If they show up at your door, you tell them that as of October 8th, they have no authority. They're just pirates on our, on our shores, and they're violating the Libra code, and they're also violating, um, uh, the, another code, um, and they're war combatants. And leave our property. Stupid. I mean, now. They, they've got. They've, look at look what machine they have in front of them. They've got the whole machine. Yeah. So yeah. they said that what they're, what they're going to start randomly knocking on doors with machine guns. To, uh-huh. to they're going to start knocking on doors with machine guns, intimidating people, having them do a survey, which you don't need to do. Whenever any government goons, I call them that because they're not my government. The government pretenders, the under color of a, of the law, they're pretending to be. So they're wearing their costumes. I always tell them, here's the survey, you fill it out first, and when you come back and fill it out and give it to me, I'll answer your questions, and they never do, and they leave. You know, but I wouldn't even open the door to them, because they're so aggressive, and this is totally insane, and they are going to deploy this in 23 different cities, so go look at this video that's called FEMA's Christmas Surprise, find out what cities are going to be deploying this, and ignore them. The power, the most power we have is just to ignore them and not well, answer the door. What are they the kicking your door? I mean, they're, they're not even... They won't. They're not going to kick indoors. They're, they're trying to do a soft approach right now. So when you watch the video and you listen to this, you'll realize that they're just trying... They're testing it. You know, they're testing to see how people respond. One of the key things right now is not to have fear and not to be fearful. I, I, I have to tell you, I don't know how anyone could, like, just hear what you're saying right now and say, oh, well, not have fear... When you have these psychos that have automatic weapons, I mean, first of all, I don't have fear when I go through the airport, walking through to the uh, the TSA, which is the, the sexual assault people. I just yeah, exactly. I, don't, <laughs> I cannot. And stand. they rip you off too. They're part of FEMA, by the way. Oh, I They're cannot part stand of the same being group. around that low frequency energy, frequency. just looking at people. I'm like, you know what? This is the best you could do with your life. You are oh, a, totally. You, all you are You're, is a sexual predator. What a yep. suit. What a you know a badge and. I mean, God, it just, it's a frequency. It's insane. This is insane. I mean. But people don't um, care. I don't. I don't. Right. I don't go to airports anymore. I don't travel anymore, unfortunately. Two reasons why I don't do that. One is because I'm going to put them on notice when I get there, and I'm going to tell them what they're doing is totally unlawful, illegal, that these are public places. You know, the airport is a public place that belongs to we, the public, not to them. So I don't want to go there with them. But the second reason is because the magnetosphere is so, so small, and people can do, do research on that, that when you fly in a plane, you get a high hit of radiation. Right. Like a really high hit, unless you travel at night. If you travel at night, the radiation is less because of the sun, and we don't have any protection from the sun. So there's a health concern there, right? So that's why I don't travel by plane anymore. I used to. I used to love to go traveling, but since they've instituted this, you know, and you have to go through their their machine that causes your DNA to totally get messed up and basically kill you slowly, you know. And if not, they pat you down like you said, like sexual predators. Yeah, and I think it's that energy. It, you know what it is? I'm I'm pissed. I fundamentally, I just get yeah. All of us are pissed. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't think most people are because I I, mean, I send stuff out to to family and I send it to, to friends and say, "Aren't you upset?" And they don't even respond. They don't even respond, and they don't care, mm-hmm. and that's why it's like that's why I want Guy. I'm a guy. Get your power together, and you know, end this thing tomorrow. Get humanity off the planet tomorrow. 
because I, I just don't I don't see anything happening. I mean, I, I don't think that humanity deserves it, that the mercy of Gaia. And I don't. I, nope, was, she no. doesn't, and, and she doesn't have mercy for those. And that's why I'm saying how she's going to do her plan and when she's going to hit it and really hit it hard is what she will not tell me because they don't. She doesn't want them to know, so that they can't counteract it with their machines that they have on the planet. But I do know this. I do know that several scientists are already saying that we're going to have a huge EMP. It's eminent. Okay. And when it hits, it's going to take down the only country that it's not going to take down because they're already prepared to a certain degree, depending on how strong that EMP is, is going to be Russia. Really? But the United States is, is re- United States, China, India, all the rest of the countries are completely naked. And when that thing collapses, it's going to collapse their whole system. Jeez. Well. I, 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 while we're in the dark, might as well just cover the dark. Completely. I want to let everyone know this thing, that we're going to we're going to come out. We're going to we're going to go on some more lighter things, but we we, we focus on this because we sure. want to know. Um, sure. What is the the origin of the, the the elites that are controlling humanity right now? And when I ask about the origin, have they? Is this the first time they've had this much considerable power over the global no. population? No, it's been. This has been going on. The Roman, okay, so the Roman Empire continues, right? <laughs> and it's been going on for the last, you know, in history, I'd say the last 4,000 years since the Sumerians um, and since other races have been here that are part, part, I would say, alien, part human. They've been messing with our DNA. That's been going on for four or five or six or seven thousand years for a very long time that they've been controlling. I mean, if you look at Michael Tellinger and you look at the things that he's discovered, and in those days, in ancient days, you know, they used to have us as slaves that would go pick up their gold and the way they manipulated us and controlled us, again, with sonar, with sound, sound wave frequencies, that they would herd everybody and herd everybody into places that they would lock them up and feed them and send them to the mines and bring them back up. This has been going on for a very, very long time. This is the fourth, what I call, uh, this is the fourth incarnation of the same story. We have Mu, and I've been here through every incarnation, by the way, and at the end of every one of them. So the what happens, at, what's, what's happened at the end of everyone? What can we expect? I mean, is this going to be any different, the way it's going to end? Uh, the way it's going to end is not going to be much different. There is going to be a huge cataclysm that's going to happen on the planet, and that's something that... Uh, I channeled God when I was in Vegas in 2008, 2009. You know, it's on, 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 you can go search for sonicnova.net, um, and you'll find it. You'll find the different audios that I've posted on, on the internet. And what it was, what was said to the people that I was channeling, because I was a trans channel at the time, is that there is no place to hide. Now, the elites, and I've told them that the elites that I think are so smart and that have they're underground cities. They have built them in lava tubes. Really smart. Lava tubes? Uh-huh. They've built all these underground cities. There's an underground city around, underneath the United States that goes from the West Coast to the East Coast. And most people are unaware. Go look it up on YouTube, and you'll see these truck drivers that have video. They've taken video when they go deliver their merchandise or product that they need down there. Um, and they go from the East Coast, from West Coast to East Coast and back and forth. They have all of the green technology underneath there. They have all that they need to survive. The only problem is that they built all these uh, underground cities in lava tubes. So what do you think is going to happen when she starts to rock and roll? 
the first places that are going to be filled up with lava are the lava tubes. That's why they're there. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it, if they were smart enough to build a city underneath the ground, wouldn't, the, wouldn't those evil people like not put them in lava tubes? They would. It, we wish they were smart enough to do that, but they have been hoodwinked by the off-planet ETs that are manipulating them and controlling them and doing this chicanery. Why? You know, it all comes down to a very simple reason is they do want to terraformat the earth for themselves, and they do want to take us off the earth as humans and bring something else here that's much worse than what is here right now. You're talking about the, and the, the extraterrestrials? The ETs, yeah, and it's not going to happen. And I call these extraterrestrials low-grade ET, not mid-grade ETs. They're low-grade ETs. Okay. Because they, I have a question about low-grade ETs because what we, sure. we personally have had on our show before, Stephen, Dr. Stephen McGrath, I've, Sure. watched a lot of his talks, and one of the things he says is that he says that advanced civilizations have been visiting Earth. They're, they're always visiting Earth, and if they had mm-hmm. hostile intentions, they would have obliterated us already, but they don't because it shows a level of restraint that they have. So I'm wondering if they are ETs that you should describe. These really? Things. So well, where did these technologies come from then that are attacking us now? Where did 5G come from? Where's the nanotech coming from? Where are all these advanced technologies, sonar technologies, all these technologies that, that these people have gotten? They didn't just get brainstormed and go, oh, I'm going to invent this, and I'm no. Well, I've got, yeah. uh, I guess there's two answers that I want to try. I'll try to explain it. I guess uh, they've, uh, they've down a couple of alien ships, and I guess they're taking mm-hmm. this technology from there. This is according to some of the reports and his 19, sorry, 2007 documentary called On Acknowledge. And as mm-hmm. far as the attacking humanity goes, I'm talking about a full-scale alien invasion. We actually sure. see legions of flying saucers. Like, why have we seen a full-scale, um, you know, platoon of? Uh, they don't. Innocent. They don't need to do that because okay. our the government is already doing that for them. Okay. They're the deployment for them. The, our own people are the the human genome is doing it to itself. That's the crazy part. That's the insane part. Yeah. Is that. They do not need to send them their their ships or do any of that. All they do is they send their puppets, you know, which is this federal government, what I call fed.gov globally, okay, which is the cabal and, you know, you can call them the Illuminati, the Rothschilds, all these creeps, okay, all these blood-sucking creeps because they're kind of vampires, not kind of, they are vampires, okay. They're human vampires that are feeding off of other humans and not respecting life itself. And that's who they have here. So why the hell would they have to waste their energy and time and send their spaceships and do a full invasion? Well, like I guess I most think it would terrify and get people more online in a very short period of time. I wonder, it would. So it definitely would. But you know, I'd go fighting, and they wouldn't terrify me. <laughs> right, so coming back to the thing you've experienced all that three, sure. three, three times. So what what ultimately happens? Whether the Earth responds, these people go, and the cycle starts again, and we're going to keep on repeating the cycle. No, forever? no, no, no. This cycle's over. This is the fourth and final cycle. This is the what I call the end of Babylon. Okay. So we're still living in Babylon. And when did Babylon exist? Two thousand years ago, four thousand years ago, a long time ago. Okay. And the priests of Babylon, the priestly caste, are the banksters, are the banksters like the Rothschilds and all of them, okay? They've been doing this for a very, very long time. They know how to incarnate in new bodies within their own families. They've been doing this because of the, they're kind of a hybrid, okay? Um, and the people that I, – I disagree with Dr. Greer. I wish he was right that we only have the le- benevolent DTs. We do. We have, just like we have here, we have polarity. We have good and bad. And when it's physically manifested, 
that's when it interacts with each other. And why? Because we need friction to grow and evolve. And when these beings, you said these people um, have figured out a way to continue to reincarnate into their bodies, mm-hmm. like they're but I wonder that when you die, I thought that you die, you realize that you are no, not a part of human, you are a source, you are one of all things, and you realize that mm-hmm. maybe you were just playing a role as a Rothschild, I, I guess. But is, is that incorrect, or does that mean that these people are at such a very dark frequency that they somehow bypass, don't go to source, and just continue on their you got evolution? It. You got it. You got it. Because there's, there's it, like you said, it's very important for people to understand this. You know, how you feel like there's danger around you or somebody's very dark energetically and you don't want to have anything to do with them and they kind of give you the heebie-jeebies and the creeps, you know? Which is like everyone in Walmart. Uh-huh. And, and, and everyone in Fed.gov as well. Okay. I'm going to include all of them. So, you know, they give me the creeps because I know how dark they are. And, and they're kind of like sludge that can't evolve to be above that and turn into maybe earth or some other element to transmute itself to become a higher consciousness. So there's such a low vibration that they can't go back to source. And that's basically what I want to share with you. Is it a permanent thing? It is a permanent thing. And at this point, they're going to be wiped out. They're going to be like a bad program on a computer that has a computer glitch, right? What do you do with corrupt programs? Delete them. You delete them. That's what Gaia is doing with them. When they're dead, they're gone forever. She's deleting them permanently. They're not allowed to come here anymore. They're done. And that's why they're so afraid to die. And that's why they have this massive, you know, hospitals and, and places where, where you'll take, you know, somebody has an appendix attack and all of a sudden they're in a coma. Bullshit. They're in a coma because they're so healthy that they're going to use their organs and harvest their organs for these fed.gov creepazoids. You know, to continue living to 102, 103, 105. Uh, They're deathly afraid to die because they know they're going to be extinguished. Gone forever. Uh, Forever. Well, I want to come back to to the positive. I say the positive is that people (laughs) listening, (laughs) I don't want to come to the positive. It's kind of hard to do right now. I'm cynical. (laughs) I'm cynical. Even this is like, this this is tough going through, but... we go because we want to know. We go because that's where the truth is. And this is it's the same reason why I get on the scale every morning when I don't want to get on the scale. I don't want to right. know, you know, I don't want to hit the scale and go, no, but I do it because I need to know the truth. And that's why we go. Right. Head in the sand instead of, okay, I'm going to take the truth. I'm going to digest. This has been very hard for me to be a messenger of this information, okay? And to, and to deliver this, and people go, oh, you're the life of the party, Sonic. You're always bringing us such great news. And I'm like, yeah, yeah well, I know. It kind of sucks. You know? This is but somebody has to prepare you guys right. to be aware and alert and conscious, you know, and, and decide what side, you know, what side of that are you going to be on? Are you going to be on the side of evolution on the planet? Because that's where she's going. Or... Are you going to be on the side of um, of de-evolution and destruction? And these are corrupt programs that are running here that are going to be deleted permanently for good. This is where I want the boomerang to go in the other direction, and that is how do the people listening to this program right now become light warriors? What can we do to start giving ourselves the competitive edge 
because you know what? Even mm-hmm. if we're not going to fight for humanity, even if we're only here, we're going to fall in the midst of Gaia's you know, retaliation. We're not going to be shamans, but we're going to live. And we're going to live in the light, and we're not going to you know succumb exactly. to the influence of the dark. We're just going to live our life in the light, going right. out on our feet. How can we maximize the light within ourselves and become the optimal light warrior within ourselves from this point going forward until Gaia kicks our ass? Okay. So one of the primary things is to be um, as true to yourself and to your heart as possible and to others. Um, And the key thing of how they control us, okay, and they've tried to send all kinds of things to me to put me into a state of fear and panic and all that, and they failed miserably because that's how they feed. They feed off of the fear, adrenochrome, you know, when they kill children, right? That's There's tremendous fear that they feed off of and they're they're hooked to it, they're addicted to it. So if you are a light warrior, you're no longer going to fear anything. And the way to get there, and this is the reason why I wanted to do a show with you and the reason why I want to lead people to that place where you can discover not who you are here as a personality, you know, that is Mr. Sam Fernandez or Joe Green or all these different people. What are you? Truly, it's like we got to go beyond that and we got to – we got to go and have a wider perspective instead of this myopic perspective that I'm stuck here on this little planet and I'm just this little tiny human ant that's walking around and doing this and doing that and doing the other. Expand it and let go of that and go, you know, take steps back universally, if you like, to a state of consciousness where you're looking outside of the universe into you know, this very myopic little teeny planet, this little star system that's called, you know, Earth that has all these different planets around it and has a sun and all that. You know, you really need to pull yourself back to what are you? What created you into reality? What created, what made your consciousness take the leap and wake up and go, oh, I exist. Oh, I have consciousness. That's the place that people need to go to in order to dissolve this insanity here on planet Earth and to dissolve this program that's being played out, you know, like you said, that is a constant, you know, battle of two battling groups battling against each other is to really find out what your nature is and what caused your consciousness to come from a place of, oh, I exist, I'm aware, uh, uh, what am I, okay? Am I, am I an element? Am I a star system? Am, am I a universe? To really take it back to that level is really critical for people to do in order for you to not, no longer have fear. Because the moment you realize, and I've died twice and come back, literally, first time for five minutes, the second time for ten minutes, okay? So I've had two death experiences, not near death. I had a third experience that was a near death where I almost went through the wormhole, okay, to die again, but I didn't, okay? And the bottom line is, is what I realized by having those experiences is that nothing, we don't die. This consciousness doesn't die, and it needs to become aware of what it is, not who it is, because we're so identified here on the planet as a who walking around that has a name, okay, instead of realizing that I am consciousness and where did I evolve myself from. So I tell people, I created myself into existence, I became conscious of that. I didn't have some guy in the sky that's sitting, you know, this is all the religious crap, too, that they fed us. It's all lies, okay, complete lies, 
you know, that went, oh, I'm going to create you and I'm going to create you. And No, I all of a sudden existed, created myself into consciousness, realized that I existed and became the fabric. I became the fabric of the universe, the fabric of life itself. And I am that, and I will go back to that, and I will mutate into different forms of it. And one of my forms is a human body here called Sonic Nova on Earth that is doing this work and helping people wake up. But there's other aspects of me that are not even on this planet or in in this universe. So when you have that kind of knowledge, why the hell would I be scared if somebody came to my house and shot me, you know, in the head? Or if a monster showed up and ate me or... You know, our mountain lion, hey, I've eaten plenty of meat, and I told my significant other, God forbid, you know, but if I'm walking on a trail and all of a sudden a mountain lion's really hungry and it finds me as food, I'll go gladly. That's going to be painful, people, though. No, it isn't. No? It, it, within three seconds, I'll be dead and gone. And and I'll well, go what to if, the next... What if they're a slow eater? <laughs> Usually <laughs> when, when, when mountain lions or... You know, wildlife is hungry. It hap- if you don't okay. surrender, right? Here we go again with my surrender. You know, you resist, you persist. You surrender, you know, and you just go, okay, it's my time, and just go into this experience. I chose this experience. The animal chose me. I'm just going to go with it. But people are, because we have so much built-in fear because we've been so programmed here so that these monsters could feed off of us. So when you don't have the fear anymore in you and you're absolutely fearless that to me is a light warrior is somebody that is not afraid i'm not afraid of their weapons you know and if i can bring a helicopter down right i can easily you know from 100 miles away feel the consciousness that's coming to attack me and i'm a remote viewer and i hear them talking to me and i always tell them i say please free me from this place and then you'll find out what i really am and it won't be fun for you (laughs) you know I always tell them that, and they never do anything. They always stay away, and they back off, and they, you know, they're like a little bit afraid because they don't want to die. Because when they die, they won't exist so anymore. So, how do we put the fear into those evil people that are trying to? Because I mean, you know, I mean, some people are going to be submissive. You're talking about the Christmas surprise, like sure. I guess we're knocking on doors. And you know what? I, in some ways, I feel a lot of the population they damn well deserve it because they have sat yep. there and been passively sat That's there. Right. We don't care about civil liberties. You know what? Now, oh, what's the matter? Oh, oh it's here. Are you tyrannies here? Oh, and I, I, yeah, I feel they deserve it. You know what? Not me. Not me. Not not people who've been sitting there being aware about what's going on. I don't feel we deserve it. So, what do we? How can we do to build up our energy to, to kind of re- repel that darkness from getting to us? I guess. Well, definitely part, you know, I, I do that on a continu- continual basis, and you can imagine because of the work that I'm doing on the planet and the product that I invented, the GCMAF raw kefir milk invention, and it, it, that is mind-blowing because it heals the body and it fills, you know, the, the Fraud and Death Administration, FDA, <laughs> you know, that's what they are, okay, um, they would love to get their little dirty hands on me, and they can't, and they're pretty pissed off about it because I really know the true law. You know, I have my law body in place, and I have everything in order, and I have my political status properly, you know, stated to them, and they haven't rebutted it. So, you know, if they try to approach me, it's like I laugh at them and go, you have no jurisdiction over me. Go to D.C., you know, go blow yourself. Literally, I will tell them now, go go blow yourself. I have that kind of energy in in you know, and I, I, when I was a child and I was younger, people used to call me a tornado or a black cloud. 
And I still have that energy in me. So when somebody tries to, you know, poke at me that is this group of people, I poke right back at them and I'm right in their face, okay? You you have to have courage and you have to realize that, hey, you know, this life that I'm having here in this physical body is just one aspect of my consciousness here experiencing this. Nothing more, nothing less. Why am I making such a big deal out of it? If I die, I don't die. The body does. Hello, goodbye. And then you don't have pain. And then you're free. So what's the big deal? Why are people so afraid to step into their power? Why? It's because of all the programming and all the, you know, religious, political. I'll tell you, they've lied to us at every level. And you know that, Ron, and that's why you're so pissed off. You know, people that are finally awake are like, these bastards totally, like, screwed us. You know, the the thing that the Christians and the Catholics go, you know, forgive those that trespass you. Bullshit! I feel the same way. Bullshit! I'm not going to for, forgive jack shit. And, you know, when it comes to you hurt me, you're going to hurt worse if you hurt me. And they know that. They that's, know that's I have these powers. The, yeah, they agree. You Sometimes the anger is there. It's not just in the fact that I, I want to get rid of the darkness. I just – if the darkness is going to exist, let it have its own place. I don't want to be around this stuff. And I feel exactly. Like I, I, want to, I feel that as part of source, as part of infinite consciousness, I want to be able to make that connection. I hope other people are trying to do this as well, to make a connection with source, a deeper connection with source, and have that shift in the perspective where one day you wake up, you're on a planet, you're in a different reality without these psychopaths, without these sheeple – because I don't feel um, at a at the correct place in time. I feel like I'm I feel like displacement. You know, you said you you came into Earth. You you never you felt like you were out of place. I right. felt the same way. Right. I, I'm like, sure. what am I doing here? And, right. And especially in this insane time, with the, yeah. which they call the call Yuga, the darkest time. You know, um, and Is all this these the darkest time. Or are we are we in the midst of it? Have we gotten to the we, darkest time? We are in the midst of it. We are in the darkest time. We are definitely going through, you know, what I would call the wormhole, okay, which is the darkest time. And and that the other side of it is going to be, there is going to be a golden age. And there they're only going to be, consciousnesses in human form will only be allowed here if they're not going to harm anything. So anything. When, when do we see the light? I mean, when's the breaking? Is it... Is it we see the breaking um, of the light. What we may. Happens? Some of us may see it. Some of us may check out before that, you know, depending on where you're at. You know, all you people that are on the coast, good luck to you. You know, all the people that are in places where, you know, that's why a lot of people are moving to places in Colorado, up high in the mountains, you know. They're, they're survivalists all over the planet. And there's that also are very good ready. weed out there, too. So that's another reason. There is. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. And that's a medicinal curative plant, you know, that they made, that these people made illegal because because they think they have superiority over us. It's like, what right do you have? And that's my attitude towards them. I don't care if it's a highway patrol and we put them all on notice. I put the, I will tell you this, uh, state of California and state of Oregon, I've put on notice a DMV. And let them know that they're fraudulently doing what they're doing. And if they step another step forward towards me, I am going to send them a notice of harm and trespass, personal liability, and I will put a commercial lien on you. And I can put a commercial agricultural lien on any of these assholes at any point in time that I choose to. And they will stick. 
And they'll lose everything. And that's what they're putting information on your website. I mean, go to your website. You have all these wonderful things. You you should put these forms and people can download them right away. I think it would be awesome. That would be wonderful. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Sonic, there are so many things that people can learn from you. Again, uh, sonicnova.net. And I'll just give you an idea because we've been talking for a while. I know that um, time is short, but... Some of the things that you offer, you can teach people how to find their twin flame, their soulmate. You know, totally. talking about your do life coaching, you do communication with pets. You yep. also are a master herbalist, which is wonderful, yep. intuitive secret. So you offer so many great services. Of all the services that you offer, what do you mm-hmm. think are like two of them that a person could see uh, the biggest shift in perception for? I would say um, the Akash readings, the Akash readings that I do are, are very profound because it, it lets you know who you were and it puts a lot of the pieces of the puzzle together for people that are a little bit lost in that direction. And the other thing, of course, is your health. That's number one. You know, if you're going to be here in a body, do you want to have quality of life or do you want to be, you know, sick and debilitated and not feeling good? So, and of course, I also take care of a lot of people energetically where I, like I told you, I use my telekinesis to get rid of nanotechnology in the body. Um, remotely, I do all my sessions remotely with people. I have somebody in Switzerland right now that I'm working on, and he was severely attacked, and we're about 30 40% there. You know, so it just depends on somebody's needs, whether it's nutrition or whether it's psychic vampirism and attacks on you, uh, empowering you. That's what I do with people, by the way, that – is so powerful is when somebody is being psychically attacked, I teach you how to get um, your power back and fight back. And when you fight back, they collapse. The whole thing just falls apart and collapses. So that's, to me, that's, that's like Anthropos 11 that is here now, which, you know, uh, John Lamb Lash talks about it, and I feel like I, I'm from the future. I came here from a future time on Earth, like 27th century, if you like, 30th century, as opposed to the 2020s or, you know, we're in the, we're now in the 2000s. We're talking about like the five or six or seven thousands where none of this is going to be here, you know, and it feels very alien to me. And sometimes, like you said, all of us that are awake feel very out of place here. It feels feels like living in a nightmare. It's it's always like you can't believe that this is happening. You can't believe that this right. is the consciousness. Right, right. And, then you wonder, and most like, people well, are, like, walking around, you know, like, what are you talking about? I don't see that. Everything's nice and pretty. And what are those up in the sky? Oh, no, those are contrails. They're not chemtrails. Nobody's attacking us. The government loves me. They take care of me. No, I get it. I totally get that there there is a separation that's already happening here of the people that are unconscious and unawake and want to stay in their bubble and the people that are, like you said, the spiritual warriors, the light warriors that are here awake, and we're not mamby pamby, you know, new agey. Oh, love them all. That's and, awesome and you love... said that because I, I have a lot of issues with the new age. I think it's a lot of. I think it's <laughs> hoopla. It is. It is. And it has been taken over, and the say they tried to create it into a new religion, right? Because they knew the Catholic religion. The, the Muslim religion and the Jewish religion, you know, my partner says that they're the three prongs of the devil. You know, <laughs> I don't believe in that because I was born in an atheist family, so I didn't have any religion around me, so no good or evil. 
yes, there are good people and there are evil people and it's in their hearts. You know, and if you're evil and you're so corrupt and so messed up by the ETs that have overtaken you, you're a program that's going to be deleted. If you can remediate that and become a good person and, and, and become a good soul that's here to help others, you're going to have a pretty incredible time and you're going to see an incredible planet, you know, this horrible planet that we're existing now dissolve and you're going to have a new reality here that is just going to blow your mind. Miss Sonic Nova. That interview today was so epic. I think we have to put orchestra Thank music you. in the background to okay. get the beat. It was awesome. <laughs> you learn more about Masonic Nova by going to her website at sonicnova.net. Loved having you on. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Okay, everyone, that concludes tonight's edition of the Out of Limits of the Truth Radio Show. Special thanks to our celestial friend, Masonic Nova, and special thanks, as always, to our virtues. Miss Carrie O'Connor, Miss Lisa Caza, and Miss Constance Stellas. To learn more about the Outer Limits of Truth Radio Show, please go to our website at outerlimitsradio.com. Until the next time we meet, my friends, I wish upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beers. Thank you so much for listening to our show. And if you love our show, please write us a positive review and uh, tell some people about it. We love to have more people at the party. Take good care. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>